Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of You Ever Podcast. My name is Denise. My name is Alexis. And today's quote is, I will not allow things beyond my control to control my mental space. Yes, I love that quote. I think I got that quote from you when you had posted it and then I had reposted it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, I love it because I feel like things happen throughout our day and especially with our profession it's like dang this person irritated me this person pissed me off or whatever but i'm not gonna allow it to ruin my whole day you know like it's a whole bunch of hours still left in the day Mm -hmm. majority and yeah i just try not to let it ruin my whole day i'm not even sure where i got that quote from but i know that it has been extremely helpful in the job that we work Mm -hmm. um i even have it like posted on my desktop so every morning I try to make it a habit to look at that quote and say it because mainly for honestly, it started with the job. So I just remind myself, I'm not going to allow things beyond my control to control my mental space, Um, whether it's in this job, whether it's in my personal life. We go through things every day and you have we have to learn how not to let what other people do and their actions and even. I mean, we can control our own actions, but we can't control what other people do. Yes, yes. So I'm not going to allow what you did, your mistakes or your actions affect how I'm going to either respond or go about my daily like. And another thing is when people do things, it's just like we don't know what they went through during their day. You mm-hmm. know, they could be mad. They could be taking it out on us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we just we just never know. Right. So, yeah. And I remember you saying, um, you know, about asking people how their day is going. Right? Yes, 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 yes. But we'll get into that later mm-hmm. when we talk about our topic. So, the topic is, you ever went through a depression that no one knew about? Have you? Yes, definitely. Okay, explain what happened. Um, Did you get yourself out of it? Whew. This is, depression is something that I'm working on daily. Well, I won't say daily, but when my episodes come up, I'm working towards not being depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, my first episode was in college. I think it was my second year of college. My grandma had got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that point in my life, I was just like, I'm ready to go home. I even like looked into transferring to UCLA. Um, I was like, you know, I just need to be closer to home. Um, my grandma was sick. I just... I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I was just like down. And I didn't know why because I had never been in that place before. And so I went to go see a therapist at Berkeley where I was going to school at the time. And um, I think it was extremely important that I had a black therapist. It was a black woman. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like I automatically felt comfortable with her. Um, I was expecting to walk into a person who was white. Um, who maybe have not understood where I was coming from. Yeah. So just sitting down with her and talking about my experience and what I was going through, because at that time I didn't know it was depression. I just was like, something is off about how I'm feeling, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, something's not right. Mm -hmm. Um, So sitting down with her, we kind of worked through it, and she was asking me, like, what was going on in my life, and I had mentioned to her how my mom had passed away when I was 10, and then my grandma was, you know, had a stroke, and she's not doing too well. So that's when I first realized that it was a form of depression. So did she tell you that or did you come to that understanding while you were at therapy? I Honestly, I don't remember if she said like you're depressed. Mm-hmm. 
But I think I started doing research on my own. Like, I started, like, looking up stuff, like, you know, not sleeping, not eating. Like, what are these signs of? Yeah. And it was like, okay, you're depressed. I don't think I ever... I'm not sure. I don't think she ever said you are depressed. Okay. But once it... Once I started going through... So, I I went through the depression. um, Somehow was able to get out of it. Um... And then I went through another episode. And after a while, I started to realize that it was around my mom's, the um, when my mom passed, which is Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. and around my birthday. My birthday, I shared the same birthday as my grandmother. And so I was realizing that during those times, I was becoming depressed. And I also realized that during those times, I was drinking alcohol. My birthday, oh, I'm going to celebrate. Give me a bottle. Mm. Memorial Day weekend, I'm in Vegas, Miami. I'm somewhere and we're celebrating. We're drinking. Yeah. Um, and alcohol is a depressant. So. Definitely is. Yeah. Okay. So I've definitely went through a depression. I think all of us had at one point in time, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. I do believe that we've all gone through something. Mm-hmm. It can even be the littlest things like stressful situations that can cause you to go into depression. You may not even know that you're depressed. So recently, I want to say a couple of months back, um, I did feel like I was going through depression. I feel like the job was just too much. I felt like my personal life, family everything was like crashing down on me and I didn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it was a point where I had, I remember I had caught off from work cause I just didn't want to go to work no more. So I caught off from work that day, stayed in the bed didn't do nothing, didn't eat or anything. And then the next day I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, I got the time. We got the sick time. <laughs> I'm just gonna call in again. But then I had to like, like, no, Alexis, like you need to get up and go to work, you mm-hmm. know, because sitting around in the house is not going to do anything. It's just going to make me think about things even more. So and I'm also the type of friend that I don't like to bother people with my problems because I think about other people and what they're going, what they may be going through as well. So it's just like even when um, I try to try this new thing, I don't know if I tried it with you or not. But, like, when I call someone and I need to vent, I always say, are you in the mental space to allow me to vent right now? Mm-hmm. So, I haven't got to know yet. My friends are like, yeah, you know, whatever. But I like to ask that question because I don't know how your day went. Mm-hmm. What if your day was horrible and you don't have time, not even time, but you can't listen to me vent right now? Mm-hmm. Because you need to vent as well, you know? So, um, have I ever said that to you before we got on the phone? You haven't. Or not that I can remember. I don't think so. Okay, well, I'm going to start saying that. I feel like everybody should start saying that personally. Yeah. Just to take into consideration what another person may be feeling, what another person may be going through as well. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to try my best to continue doing that. But I definitely feel like depression is real. I feel like it's so underestimated. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Um, I don't I don't want to say it's a cultural thing, but a lot of people are s- afraid. Like, when they hear the word mental health, it's just like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, I don't need to see anybody, like, or be on any medication or anything like that. But it's just like, maybe you do need to talk to somebody, mm-hmm. you know? You can, a therapist is one of the best persons you can talk to because they can't break that confidentiality right. agreement that they have. And they don't know you, so you can tell all your tea to that person. And, you know, hopefully they'll get you through it. 
but I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you don't want to talk to nobody, cool, that's fine. But I remember telling one of my friends this is just like, you have to find something that you like to do to keep your mind off of it. Mm-hmm. We all have something. I don't believe when people be like, oh, you know, I don't really have talent. No, no. like you have something. Mm-hmm. Whether you like to go to, like you like to go to the beach. That's something. Mm-hmm. That's soothing for you. You have to find what's soothing for you. Um, it could be writing, drawing, um, just going out, hanging out with a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, anything like that, I feel like, will be good to get your mind off of it, you know. Yeah. Another thing I feel like is, like, you have to check on your strong friends. Yes, say that again. <laughs> you have to check on your strong friends. It takes five seconds, literally, to pick up your phone and send a text message saying, hey, are you okay? I'm just checking on you, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like a lot of us, I understand that we all have different lives. We all are on different schedules and everything. And I get that. But it's just like, if I haven't talked to you in a minute, like, at least call and check on me. Me too. And I need to do the same as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like, people automatically think that you're okay. Maybe because you're going out every other weekend um maybe because they don't ever see you have any money problems i don't know but i don't you're not gonna post all your the things that you're going through on social media of course i'm gonna look happy Mm -hmm. you know but i feel like we all go through stuff so i feel like we do need to check on the people who we consider our strong friends yeah i definitely agree i think that i'm considered one of the strong friends and i don't know if my friends what I can say is that because some of my friends know that I do, um, ha- I have depression, that they will check on me during like my birthday and my mom's the uh, the weekend that my mom passed away because they know that those are the episodes. That's when my episodes tend to come up. Yeah. Um, so they do check on me during that time, which I appreciate. Um, another thing is going back to what you said about checking in before you like try to vent and talk to your friends Mm -hmm. I think that's so important I've never done that that's something that I want to adopt when I'm talking to my friends because I noticed that one of my friends who I literally tell everything um there was a point where I was going through something and she was going through something and we both knew each other was having like that moment but there was no point where when I would vent to her that I would ask her like, you know, are you good today? Like, is it okay if I talk to you? And I think that's kind of selfish, you know, if yeah, you just anyway. all if, I, if I'm always dumping like all of my feelings and emotions and everything that I'm going to going through on one person, not knowing how she's feeling. Um, so that's something I definitely want to adopt because I should be checking in on her too. Like she's going through something as well as I am. So I think it's important to like, you know, how you doing? Are you okay? Can I talk to you today? Yeah. Is there anything that I can do for you? Right. Cause I think she's also considered the strong friend, mm-hmm. you know? So you have two strong friends, um, going through something. You need to check on each other to see how each other is doing. Yep. And I realized that. You want your friend to give you an honest answer, Mm -hmm. right? You want them to be clear-minded so that way they can give you an honest answer or whatever it is that you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I remember my friend was telling me about something that she was going through, right? But I didn't tell her that I was going through anything of my own. Mm -hmm. So when I gave her like, oh, I feel like you should do this, 
the next morning, sometimes I'll wake up, I'll look back at my text messages to see who I didn't respond to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, that I could have, I am so much better than that. I feel like I give good advice sometimes, mm-hmm. but I didn't that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's probably because I'm going through something on my own. So I can't think for you and me. Right. Yeah, so I, I like think that's, that's really important. Yeah, that's good. I definitely want to adopt that. And the other thing, when it comes to depression, <clears throat> there was a time, I think it was in 2017, I had went to um, Houston with my other strong friend. <laughs> I went to Houston with her, and this was Memorial Day weekend. I'm drinking, everything's good. I go home, and I'm in my depression. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Uh, I remember her at this point, no one knew that I was going through a depression. Um, and so I remember her calling me and saying, Hey, um, you know, do you want to come over or whatever? Like, and I'm like, yeah, I want to come over. She's like, all right, I'll call you when I get home or something like that. And she never called me. And I was just like, I was upset. And at that point I really, me and her, we really stopped talking for a long period of time. And I remember her asking me like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? We haven't really talked. We haven't really hung out. And the reason why, I've never told her this. The reason why is because I was going through a depression. And when she asked me if I wanted to hang out and that she would hit me up later, I was expecting her to hit me back up and say, hey, all right, you can come over. I'm back home. And she didn't. But she could have been going through something, one. And she also just could have forgot. Or you could have been more vocal and right. said, That's the other thing. hey, what the fuck? Like, I'm I'm waiting for you. Am I still coming over? Mm-hmm. You know? Because how is she supposed to know that you're going through something? True. Very true. And I realized that also. No. And to this day, I haven't told her. We've Maybe it's been brought up maybe twice. Like, oh, like, were you okay during that time? Like, what happened? And I, to this day, I haven't told her that, you know, I was expecting her to call me back. So that we can hang out because I know I like I, this depression has been going on since uh, 2014. So I've known since that since that moment that in order to get out of my depression, I need to go out. I like to go to the beach. I like to watch the sunset. I like to listen to music. I need to get out of the house because in my depression, I'll just sleep, not mm-hmm. eat, not talk to anybody, mm-hmm. you know, not do anything. I'm just like sleep all the time. Like literally, I remember one time I think I slept like 11 hours and I've never in my life slept 11 hours. I was just like, what the fuck? Like yeah. 11 hours? Yeah, that's, that's a long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that moving forward, I have been more vocal about my depression to my friends and letting them know like, you know, right now is not a good time. I'm feeling depressed and they're able to help me out. So if you are going through depression, I think it's important that you make sure that you at least tell someone who you trust so yeah. that they can know, you know, how to handle the situation. Yeah, I agree. I also think that we should take into consideration the fact, like, if I be like, oh, Denise, like, do you want to go eat or something like that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a special time or event for us to go eat or hang out. Sometimes people don't, everybody is different. Sometimes people don't want to tell you that they're going through a depression. They just want to get out the house and be around you. So I feel like as friends, we should always take into consideration if I'm like, oh, like, I miss you. Like, when are we going to hang out? Mm -hmm. You know, at least make the time for me to hang out for us to hang out together. Right. Because that could be something so big for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I can hang out with you and be like, okay, like, I feel better now. Yeah. You know, or even... Yeah, so I'm just like, I feel like that that matters as mm-hmm. well. 
And I think, um, you know, I have siblings, so I've talked to my siblings about it. Like, hey, like, do you guys ever feel depressed? Like, is it just me? Because we've gone through the same thing. You know, we both lost our parent, our our mom, and we lost our grandparents. So, like, am I the only one going through depression? And um, my sister, she mentioned that, like, I don't, I wouldn't call it a depression, but she'll say she gets sad sometimes. And I think that's normal, right? Like you lost some pretty close people in your life. So she'll say that she'll get sad, but she doesn't go through the depression that I go through in the sense that like not eating, not sleeping or sleeping too much, um, things like that. So depression, just because you go through the same experience doesn't mean that you're going to handle it the same way. Yep. You know, like we're literally different people. So because me and my siblings lost the same people, we're going to experience it different. Yep. That's true. Anything else you want to touch on with depression? No. So um, my advice would be, you know, if you are going through a depression or sad moments, um, reach out to someone. um, Think about getting a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, self-care is important. Self-care, definitely. Try to get out the house. Try not to sleep all day. Try to find something that's soothing for you. Meditation helps, too. Try to meditate, do yoga, work out. Even if if it's for 30 minutes. Run some Mm -hmm. errands. Go to the store. Go to the market. Um, Just try to do something each day to get yourself out of it. And eventually, you're going to come out of it. Depression doesn't last forever. Yeah. And it's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Um. It's easy to say, you know, get up, do something, tell somebody. But I think once you realize and you can acknowledge that it's a depression or you're going through a depressive state, that it's it can be easier to ask for help because you yeah, have acknowledged definitely. that there's something wrong. Yep, I agree. Cool. Right. So the second question is, you ever have a one night stand? <laughs> you ever have a one night stand? <laughs> Glass. We need to take a um a sip and a, a toast to that. Okay. <laughs> I feel like okay, wait. What defines a one night stand? Is it I met this guy or girl one mm-hmm. night, I mean that same day. She was cute, the energy was there. And we had sex that day, and that was it. Or could it be, you know, I've been talking to this guy here and there. One night, we had sex, and that was it. We never had sex again. Because that's what I feel like I consider the second one a one-night stand. We only did it one night, and that was it. So it depends. I consider a one-night stand, you meet that person that day, that night. You have sex, and that's it. You only do it once. It's not, you guys, that's it. So I feel like if you have some type of connection or relationship or you're talking to the person and then, I don't know, two weeks later y'all have sex, I don't think that's a one-night stand. Just because y'all do it once. never did it again? No, I don't know because I feel like you, you, you have some type of relationship with that person. So, yeah, you only did it once and you never do it again, but I don't know. There's like some type of familiarity with the person already okay so then no i never had a one night stand before but i don't know if that's the definition i'm that's just my opinion on it that's yeah i don't know um but i think that most people do consider one night stands as i met this guy 
you know, people be like, oh, I'm going to go to Vegas to have a one night stand. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I met this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck him just one night yeah. or girl. And, you know, that's it. Yeah. So I think that is like the definition of it. So, no, technically, I haven't had a one night stand. Okay. I've never had a one night stand either. But I'm not opposed to having a one night stand. I feel like, I mean, if it's there, you know, you're attracted to this person. Then do it. As long as you make sure that you use protection, Mm -hmm. then you'll be all right, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) But I have another question. Does a one-night stand only get defined by sexual intercourse? (laughs) Sexual intercourse. (laughs) You know? Or, like, could it be I met this guy or girl the same day, Mm -hmm. right? And she gave me head or he gave me head does that would that be defined as a one night stand i still think that's a one night stand okay because there's like some sexual activity going on so you have had a one night stand yeah and if you don't mind me asking was it giving or receiving receiving okay and that was it yep (laughs) yep (laughs) it was the same it happened the same night um that i met him and he just started, you know, whatever. But I didn't want it to go anywhere else mm-hmm. besides that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because, you know, I didn't know him or anything like that. So I was just like, you know, no, let's just... I'm already too far ahead anyway. So then, yeah. I think that for me, the reason why I haven't had a one-night stand... Is because I'm like I don't know for some reason I'm I'm scared, and I uh, think that STD. Not even I mean STDs definitely, but I'm more of a type of person where I want to get to know you and have some type of relationship with you before we have sex. But I've had friends who are like, "Shit, we could just fuck this time and that's it. Like I'll never see you again. It doesn't matter." But me, I want to have like some type of relationship with you. It doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be together, but we could be friends. We could just be chilling, hanging out. But I want to know you. Know you how? Because you could know his name, where he lives. <laughs> the basics is cool, you know, because you're never gonna. You're not gonna get to know a person like that. No, I want to have some type of. I want to have more like, what's than a just friend for you. It's not even a time frame. I want to have more of a physical, more than just a physical attraction. So, like, say if I go to Miami or something and I meet this guy, he's cute, right? Mm-hmm. I meet him, he's cute. I know where he lives. I know, I know his name, his career, whatever. That's the basics. And we have sex that night and it's over. Mm-hmm. For me, I want to know more than that. I want to have, I want to like you. Like, I don't want to just be like, oh, you're cute. Let's have sex. I want to like you, like your personality, um, you know, how you are with your family and things like that. I want to know more about you and not just the basics before I have sex. So are you looking to date or are you looking to have sex? And I think that's that's interesting. I think that I'm looking for if I'm going to have sex with you, I'm looking for it to be. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that we're dating, but that we have a connection. I want to have a connection with you, not just physical attraction. I was about to say, you do have one, a physical one. No, no not just a physical <laughs> attraction. I want to have, like, a mental, emotional, maybe it's emotional. Connection? Yeah, like an emotional connection to you. I think that might be it. Okay. I feel like... I mean, I can see... I can see what you mean... But at the same time, it's like you never, 
some people when you meet somebody you already know off top that it's not gonna go anywhere right but Mm -hmm. you know you're attracted to them so it's just like fuck it like let's just have sex for now and see where it goes i think a lot of especially with us our age range it's like a lot of things now is just going with the flow you get what i'm saying yes so it's like i've gone but i've gone with the flow like i remember i was dating this guy and um i was going with the flow but we still didn't have sex the first or second or third date we went on but i was going with the flow and i was physically attracted to him i was just trying to get to know more about him and it might be like i don't want to feel i don't want the person to feel like oh she's easy like because what i'm looking for i'm not and that's another thing i'm not looking to just have sex with somebody so when it comes to one night stand it's like i'm not interested because i'm not trying to just have sex with you i want to have some type of connection with you so in order for me to do that i need to get to know you i can get to know you by either you know communicating with you texts calls dates Mm -hmm. once i get to know you then i'll feel more comfortable to give you that and it's like in I, i think it's true in our age range for millennials um it's like shit if we have sex we have sex like if this is then something that i want right, right if there's something it's something that i want and you want it why not do it and i think i seen this um this meme the other day and it was saying like um it was saying basically like why if you're gonna have sex with me anyway why not do it on the first date like <laughs> like you we gonna have sex anyway so what's what's gonna be the difference how do you feel about that because there's a big difference on that because i feel like you can go on the first date and the first date be trash you know <laughs> like you just not you cannot be feeling somebody after the first date that doesn't mean just because we go on a first date doesn't mean that I automatically want to have sex with you after, you know. So then, what's the difference between that and having a one night stand? Because you're saying a first date, which means that you talked to him, y'all set up this first date. Okay, a one night stand is just I met him earlier this morning, mm-hmm. and we're you know we're about to have sex. We didn't go on no first dates. We didn't have no really no communication mm-hmm. so that's where the difference comes in okay yeah i'm not i'm not doing i'm not having a one night stand <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening i'm sorry yeah that's not happening you said i'll yeah i have to know you it's important for me uh, yeah. i don't know if it's the cancer in me people are so like oh cancers are emotional I think so, my friend is like that she will not she's not just gonna fuck anybody like yeah. she has to know you um she not about to just have no one night stand mm-hmm. i mean i'm not opposed to it but me being older and mm-hmm. me knowing what i want now from a man and me wanting to be in a serious relationship i probably wouldn't have a one night stand but maybe a couple months year or two ago i definitely would have so do you think there's a at the moment do you think there's a difference between like, do you think men look at women differently if we have sex with them either on the first date or have a one night stand with them? And does that matter to you? I don't think that they look at us differently. Um, I think that they're probably I feel like it's like mutual, like they probably feel the same way that we feel. I don't feel like. Some yeah, it do matter to me. Cause like you said earlier, I wouldn't want him to think that I'm just easy, you mm-hmm. know? Or that he just 
you know, or how many other niggas have she done that with? Right. That's you know? that's that's the key point right there. <laughs> so I wouldn't <laughs> want him to think that. Mm-hmm. But guys, we be thinking the same way when y'all be trying to fuck on the first date as well. Yeah. Like, okay, this nigga, how many how many other niggas have you know? How many other girls have you done have that you to? Done that too. Right. Yes, I remember. I had met this guy. <laughs> I met this guy. I gave him my number. He was super. Cu- he was super cute. He seemed super cool. The energy was there. I, energy is really big for me too. If the any, I don't give a fuck how cute you are. Right. If the energy just isn't there, I I don't even want to conversate with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Gave him my number. The night I gave him my number, he texted me and was like, "Oh, what you doing?" I'm like, oh, you know, I just got home. I'm about to lay down. Call me. Didn't answer. I'm like, okay, like, I don't, I hate, like, don't call me. Because I just, <laughs> I just met you. Like, text me. You know, give me a, it was a FaceTime call. You know, I hate FaceTime. Yeah. Like, don't FaceTime me, y'all. <laughs> so, I'm like, what the fuck? So, he's like, oh, can I come over? No, you cannot. And how do you know I live by myself? Like, mind you, I just gave him my number. So, he's like, I'm really drunk, you know. Hell I just want to no. eat it. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Hell no. Nah. Like, how many other girls have you done this to? Right. You know? And then I'm like, no. Like, no way. Like, I don't even know you. And then he's going to say, I don't do this often. You just look cute. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and am, I, am I supposed to believe that? Like, <laughs> you don't do this often. So, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that shit was hella funny. I don't know. I feel like we both just got to have that connection there. Mutual. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to guys and they, I've talked to some guys. Some say that they, they don't look at us different if we do it on the first date. Mm-hmm. First date. I haven't said anything about one night stand, but they don't, they don't look at us different when we do it on the first date. Um, but then there are some guys who are like, yeah, like we think y'all easy if you give it up on the first date. But then it's like, come on, you're giving it up on the first date as well. Because niggas don't, they're not going to turn you down Yeah, most of the time. Right. So it's just like, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. So how could you look at me like I'm being easy? That's the double standard. That's where, like. That's the part that's just like, you got your nerves. And most of the time they do got their nerves. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) She coming for them. She coming for (laughs) y'all. So it's just like, y'all can't just, they can't just be like oh, she easy, or she this, she that. When you're participating in the same thing. Same act, yeah. That's true. It doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. I don't feel like having sex on the first date or the first um, the first time you meet them means anything. That's just me personally. Yeah. I do take into I do take into consideration what they may think about, you know. But if I'm feeling it at that moment, then, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I be feeling it and be like, nope, not happening. I don't know you. Self-control is a motherfucker. Man. Yeah. So you got to definitely have self-control. And that's something that I have now. Mm -hmm. A lot of. A lot of. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with this topic? No, I think that's it. All right, guys. So make sure to email in your questions to youever101 at yahoo.com. Any questions that you want us to answer on our next podcast, we're going to do so. And follow us on Instagram at youeverpodcast. Thanks. Bye.